So this morning we have the feast day of St. Monica. Um, and who was St. Monica? Well, above all, we remember her as a mother. And as priests, she's someone you're going to need to remember a lot, to speak about a lot to mothers in your parishes, that you mothers worry about their sons. You will have many wor- uh, mothers who will come to you worried about their sons who are no longer practicing their faith, their sons who are living bad lives in whatever different ways. And remind them of Monica. Remind them of the hope that she gives them. So she lived in the fourth century. She was the mother of St. Augustine as we know him now. And she had a tough life. She had Christian faith early on, but she married young, married a pagan called Patrick And he turned out to not be a very good husband. He was violent, an adulterer, dissolute. Their son Augustine, she had him baptized, but wasn't allowed to raise him in the faith. He became a great philosopher, a pagan philosopher, trained among the greatest, became a great scholar himself, a great teacher himself. But he was wayward and dissolute like his father. He had a mistress and an illegitimate son. And his mother, Monica, was distressed about him. His mother, Monica, prayed for him. His mother, Monica, wept for him. And as the prayers of the Mass and as the confessions of St. Augustine recount, God heard her tears, God heard her prayers, and won the grace of her son's conversion. Now, three brief points that follow out of that. First, hope for the return of the lost. Zeal, that we need to have zeal to win them back. And finally, humility for ourselves, that as we're doing that, to be aware that we ourselves might fall. First, hope. Hope for the return of those who have departed in some sense from the faith. That mothers worry, mothers despair. Well, as I said already, the example of St. Monica gives us hope, should give them hope, that prayers have effect. Prayers can win people back. And as you're just saying that to mothers in your parishes, I'd suggest you add your own anecdotes, your own life history, your own uh, what you know of others. Um, you can point to the coherence of our faith for, for younger adults. Just point out how you know many young adults who find the faith coherent, that you've lived with however many of them for however many years in a seminary. Point out to them two examples that you know of people who have lived a wayward life and have come back. Many of you in your own lives know you've lapsed for a time and have come back. And even if you haven't, you know others of your brothers here have. And yet, wow, you've made it to a seminary. These anecdotes are powerful and important to be able to recount to mothers in your future parishes who will be despairing. 
But deeper still, the Lord. What does the Lord want for their wayward son? The Lord wants him back. The Lord is working to bring him back. So the church for the feast day today uh, gives us this account of the widow of Nain, that the Lord Jesus cares. The Lord Jesus cared about her tears for her son and raised him up. He cared about St. Monica and St. Monica's tears for her son and raised up Augustine. And he's seeking to do the same today for all lost sons. Second, we need zeal. Zeal, a burning zeal for the conversion of those who are lost. A burning zeal to win back those who have um, separated themselves in different ways from the church, from the practice of the faith. If we think of St. Monica, what was it that she wanted for her son? Did she want him to have lots of money? Well, actually, he had that. Did she want him to get a good job? Well, he was a professor of philosophy. She, did she want him to be respected? Well, he had a great name as a teacher. No, these things meant nothing to her. What she wanted was for her son to know the Lord. What she wanted was for her son to come to the practice of the faith. And for ourselves, it's, I think, important to honestly ask ourselves, when we're thinking of our families, when we're thinking of our friends, what is it that we are most burning for for them? Is our zeal for them kind of worldly happiness? Or is what we're really concerned about, do they know and love the Lord? Finally, humility, which is important when we're thinking about bringing other people back. We need to have that humility to know that we ourselves can fall, that you are here in seminary to train to be something great. You are here in seminary to train to be a priest of the Lord. You're training to lead souls to God. But great men fail. Great men fall. And you will have times that you fall. You will have times when, in some sense, the sins of Augustine will be your sins. So we need to avoid the sin of presumption, avoid somehow thinking that, you know, I'm, I'm great now, I'm a priest. Um, nothing's going to go wrong with me. I'm afraid there are too many counterexamples of that. A bishop I, I used to know, he would often quote the various church fathers who said that the majority of bishops end up in hell. Much is required from those to whom much is given. And for us as priests too, we can't presume on our calling. But when you fall, and you will fall in some ways, Remember Augustine, remember Monica. When you fall, don't repair, despair. That St. Monica will be among those praying for you. And the many Monicas in your parishes will be praying for you as a priest. And Augustine is just one of those 
many figures that show us that the greatest sinners can become the greatest saints. And every time we fall in whatever way, we can come back to him. So those three points, what does St. Monica teach us? Well, that we should have hope that the lost may return, that we should have a burning zeal to work and pray and with our own tears that they should come back. But also that humility, that awareness that we ourselves might fall.